0: Wood and this is Get Wood, and welcome to the special Get Wood. Uh, it's the most traumatic time of the year. Tick talk, everybody's f- brains are just uh, <clears throat> let's all just take a collective deep breath, shall we? <laughs> Hi, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. I hope everyone's well. As you can tell, I've darkened my periwinkle look. Thanks for joining me today. It's Get Wood. My name's Jess Wood. I said that, but I'll say it again. I might even say it again. Hi, I hope you've had an okay week. It's a very strange time of the year for everybody right now. I know um, for me, it starts the day after Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving really didn't count a lot uh, growing up, but the day after Thanksgiving is when my mom died, so that's a big death anniversary. And we're coming up on when case died I know if you know you know Uh, hi these gorgeous ladies in my chat Um, get wood this week is gonna be filled with past Christmas stories and uh, goodies from the week now I will I will thank every please I want it please hello thank you I'd like to thank everyone who wrote in this week about Bing Bong and the Botanica the episode last week where I talked about meeting Mr. Bing Bong himself, Gorilla Nims, as well as a couple crackheads and uh, some very handsome heroin dealers. I went to the Botanica again this week and I did follow up about the job. <clears throat> I, I think I have to go back tomorrow and actually follow up again. So it's <laughs> it's been better than any other uh, lead. This has been the best lead I've had so far. Uh, just real quick, I wanted to give a shout out to my small business this week. Remember, I love to shout out a small business every week for the holidays. Please online, you can find her at all chola. I'm wearing her shirt right now. She's got great. It's again, woman owned small business. She's got beautiful uh, merchandise, earrings, glasses, clothing, all chola. It's true. And when I first saw her, she's an Albuquerque loca, loco, loca. And when I first saw her vending station, I said, oh, my God, this reminds me of like all the stuff that all the Cholas used to wear. And then I saw her name was all Chola. This is um, this is all bad. I know, because sometimes I'm bad and when I'm better, I'm bad, I'm better bad anyway <laughs> are you guys is everybody okay I really feel like because it's it gets dark early the farmers and uh, the holiday season trauma you know childhood memories and maybe you have children now and you feel all this pressure from all the media and everything as you if you're on uh, if you're watching on video you can see I'm wrapped in a blankie right now it looks like this is actually a it's a poncho jesse Ooh! all of a sudden the light got very bright it's a poncho um and it's yeah and i had it before i went to albuquerque it looks like i would have bought it in albuquerque it's very as my mother would say it's very southwestern jesse it's very southwestern well i'm wearing it today because why am i so over bright uh, I'm wearing it today because it's 23 degrees outside here in New York. Whoa! Here in New York uh, City, Coney Island, Coney Island, New York, and uh, I just I figure I should probably bundle up while I'm here with you. It's very. Do we feel like my face is disappearing today on this thing? I don't know what I did with the light today, but I maybe I shouldn't even have a light. Hello, no filter, no fancy ring light to make to blur out maybe my real look, age, life, ring, maybe she's got a fucking wrinkle. Who cares? It's real, you know? And that's why you tune in. That's why we love, I love you and you love me. And let's all take a little pee. Hey, what the hell was that? Hi. So I wanted to talk to y'all, uh, give me a couple stories from the olden uh, Jess's, Jess's past. Shall we? Let's do it. Uh, Since it's this time of year, the old Christmas time, I would love to tell you the story of when I went to visit my ex-boyfriend, Patrick, AKA Irish, over in Fishkill Prison. That's right, Fishkill Correctional Facility, I think they called it. They didn't call it prison. Um, And I, uh, it's upstate New York. He He was upstate. Now, Patrick, my ex, uh, I met him because we were in the Lower East Side at a an apartment party, and he brought out this little bindle. Those of you who've done cocaine and ever know what a bindle is. it's the. Or if you don't, maybe it's, I don't know, I haven't done coke in so long. Do they still pack it in a bindle? It's a little paper that's wrapped up almost origami style, but it has cocaine on the inside. So this had hair on in the inside, and I'd never done hair on And he uh, gave me a bump. I immediately threw up because that's what happened. Listen, you can call me a lightweight, but that's really what happens when you do heroin for the first time. When you do heroin, you usually throw up. Even the second, third, ninth, hundredth time. For me, I I had a bad reaction to it, and yet I kept on trying, because I'm a doer. Anyway, Patrick and I met over a bag of heroin, and he complimented me on my eyes and i thought oh my god he's gonna be my boyfriend and he was and i continued to do the heroin he did not do heroin he did cocaine yeah and but he did some heroin once in a while too he kind of was a dabbler we'll say that he was a he was a renaissance man if you will And I was working at the time at a punk rock store in Soho, downtown New York, uh, on Prince Street, which is all fancy pants now, but it used to be a little bit scraggly in the 90s. And it was a place called Nana. It was a, a punk rock shop. They sold hair dye, Doc Martens, bondage pants, you know, shit that the punks want. And uh, and because the original one was in Los Angeles and my mom knew the owner, Nancy, because my mom used to shop there because my mom dressed like a punk rocker when she was 40, um, I don't take after her at all, you guys. Stop it. <laughs> anyway, I was working at Nana, started dating Patrick. He came to pick me up one night at, after work and the manager came over to me and said, there's this guy outside that says he's here to pick you up, but he's not allowed in the store. And if you're dating him, we have to warn you, he is a drug addict and he is a thief and we he's not allowed in the store. That's how often he used to try to rip us off in here. And I was like, oh my God, I continued to date him. <laughs> not only did I continue to date him, but I just upped my fucking heroin intake. And I was like, well, if I numb it out enough, with this heroine here maybe i won't notice that he's a thief and a liar and he's not allowed into the retail uh, store where i work Mm. well oh man i wish i could say it was that easy he patrick was a stick-up kid a stick-up kid do you know what a stick-up kid is have you heard about it in songs Or maybe on a movie you saw at one time. Anyway, if you don't know, it's a a person because you can't say stick-up man anymore because there's stick-up ladies too. Bitches are fucking fierce out there. Anyway, a stick-up kid is someone who goes around with their gun and sticks up people for money or or maybe jewelry. Anyway, Patrick, my boyfriend, was a stick-up kid. So he could support our habits, (laughs) because I started to get really excited about that heroin. It was, you know, his first bump that he gave me. First taste is always free, you guys. I don't know if you know, but don't take that first taste. You all know, look at this, look at this. This room is filled with people who understand the danger of the first one's free. (laughs) So (laughs) please continue to be careful out there. So I started to really love heroin, and my job was like Jessica. Uh, really worried about me. They were very worried. I didn't have anything in my life except for heroin, this stick-up kid boyfriend, and the retail job at Nana. Now all of a sudden, I'm nodding out in the jeans section. My poor, the people that hired me really liked me, and they were like Jessica. You're really going down the tubes. We'd love to help you. We'd like to help you get into a program. You know, we've helped other people that have worked with us. We can take you. There's a couple sober people that work here. You can go with them and they'll take you to a program. We think you're really, it's obvious that heroin is really taking you over and your your job is, you know, it's lacking. Your boyfriend's not allowed in here. You're nodding out in your section in the gene area. And you're angry at customer. This isn't going to work out. You have to get some help. And I was like, fuck you. Scratch, scratch, nod, nod. Scratching on the genitals. And then I got fired <laughs> because obviously you they can't keep a, an active heroin addict. You can't keep an active heroin addict whose boyfriend isn't allowed even into the store because he's a ripoff artist and a stick up kid you can't continue to have her work in your shop. It's just not good for business. And I understood. I understood. I wrapped up my Doc Martens and I said, "Fine, I'm gonna fucking out of here." Then I got. Thank you, baby girl. I got. I know it's a lot of fun, ain't it? It's brighter than I thought it was gonna be. But who, what office am I going to? The office of love. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, anyway after I got fired from the job ooh I promptly got uh, uh, evicted from my apartment but before the eviction well you know heroin uh, this might be just a public service announcement but before I got evicted which was in the new year uh, Patrick got arrested and he got arrested around early December and I remember because boy oh boy was it hard to get myself that heroin after he had gotten locked up and I was like fuck my, my stick-up kid is now behind bars, so now I have to go, and I wasn't going to go rob people, no, but I did put myself in, uh, a, what is it, I, I buddied up with a couple rich people who were scared to go to the Lower East Side to score their heroin, so I would go score their heroin for them and get a couple bags in payment, because I don't need any cash, just give me my fucking drugs. So, <laughs> so I was doing that. <clears throat> I know, a glamorous life was I. Our Lower East Side apartment, evicted, sure. Wintertime, stick-up kid, heroin addiction. My God, where's the movie? Um, don't worry, I'm writing it. I'm writing the screenplay. You know how fucking hard it is to write, just in general, as a dyslexic, as a, as a, as a high school dropout, as a person who went through a lot of heroin use and PCP use, as a young, young person, acid, yes anyway no excuses get to work bitch write that script <laughs> anyway back to the show uh so patrick is now locked up in Fishkill correctional facility upstate new york my auntie who you know and love auntie vic how are you everybody good to see you or hear you hello and when i do my aunt vic as as on my show and in you know in the show um people go oh my god does your aunt really sound like that and then if i'm ever together with those people and my aunt calls i put her on speakerphone and she's like i do am i on speaker and my friends look at me and they go Tch. exactly you were exact and then when I do my mom's voice oh god Jesse, stop you're exaggerating everyone's voice and I can't believe that you're even going to tell these stories about yourself and your heroin addiction it's very upsetting mom stop it it's because you fucking didn't put underpants on me I don't mean to be a blamer but let's talk about it what happens in childhood it shapes you for adulthood are you fucking come on every therapist knows that (laughs) Anyhow, so Patrick's now locked up in the correctional facility upstate. It's getting around Christmas. I don't have a job anymore. I'm just going to cop heroin for people that are too scared. So I think to myself, fuck, I'm getting all these collect calls. I can't afford a collect call. I'm in this eviction apartment I got to get out of pretty soon. And it's landline. So it's like, hi. And it was really operators back then too. This is me talking to you about the 90s, okay? Late 90s. There were operators that were on the phone that were like, Hi, uh, we have a collect call from Patrick calling from a correctional facility. And I was like, all right, I'll accept. And he was like, hey, babe, (laughs) you know, hey, babe, want to come and visit me for Christmas? And I was like, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to get up there. And he said, well, doesn't your aunt live near here? And I was like, oh, but he actually talked a little bit like this. Doesn't your aunt live up here? Doesn't your aunt live somewhere up here, like up upstate? And I was like, yeah, she does. And he goes, why don't you get your aunt to fucking drive you over just for the day, you know, for Christmas, it'd be a nice thing. So uh, I called my aunt and I asked, you know, if I take the Metro North train, which is only a few dollars from Grand Central, take it up to her. Uh, and then she drives me to the Fishkill Correctional Facility would she be down? Let me tell you how down my fucking aunt is. Of course. I'll drive you to the jail. What do I care? I'm a Jew. What do I celebrate for Christmas? And, And it's a mitzvah. If I get you over to your boyfriend who's locked up, God knows what the fuck you guys were doing in the streets. Apparently you have a drug problem because it's very obvious. You've gotten very thin and you don't talk as much as you used to. But I was like, oh, auntie, thank you so much. Let's take a ride to the prison for Christmas. Now, when you go to jail for Christmas, um, they do put up a couple decorations. I thought it was very kind of cute. I was like, my God, what what kind of place is this? This is like, I love your garland you know they had like a a garland even though if you've ever gone to visit jail you know it is nothing like christmas (laughs) are you fucking kidding me uh you're treated like a prisoner really and they search you inside and out it's not the best so my aunt vicky stayed in the car i got plenty to read i'll listen to my what does she like to listen to baba ram das you know she's very buddhist (laughs) the biggest buddhist stoner i know uh, Baba Ramdas, I'll listen to my tapes, and uh, I'll wait for you to come out of the prison. You now go, go enjoy your Christmas with your fucking jail boyfriend. And I was like, "Thank you, oh my God!" So I go in, I get in, you know, I pass all the checkpoints, and I get in, and I have pink hair at the time, bright pink hair, because things, stuff sometimes doesn't change. I am not on heroin anymore, God bless it, but I do enjoy the hair dye. You know, separate the art from the artist, guys. What does that mean, Mom? I don't know, Jesse, it sounded right at the time. Anyway, so I get into the jail, and I'm in the visitor's room, and I'm waiting for Patrick to show up. And if you know anything about jail, which I think a lot of you do, you fucking bastards. (laughs) You've lived. Um, I can't give him the hug that I want to give him. I have to kind of sit away from him. But throughout our visit, the guys that go by all are referring to him as Irish and calling him, Irish. "Hey Irish, you're gonna do my hair today." Hey Irish, I need a little touch-up. Hey Irish, I need a little boop, 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 boop. So I discovered he was the the barber. He became the barber of Seville. <laughs> he became the barber of Fishkill. I'm the barber of Fishkill. I've lost it, and so that my friends was a Christmas miracle I felt like what a Christmas miracle to get this gentleman into a prison where he seems to be doing just fine he's actually very popular Um, and then I had a compliment when I left and he called me you know he called me collect later that night made sure I got home okay cuz even though jail still thoughtful Uh, so he called me to make sure I got home and he said you know everybody thought you were Puerto Rican and I was like, oh, my God, my mom would be so excited. So I couldn't wait to call my mom and tell her. Uh, everybody in the jail thought I was Puerto Rican. And she was really psyched. Jesse, that makes your mama is so happy for Christmas. That makes mama very, very happy for Christmas. Aw, thanks, Ma. And Merry Christmas to one and all. Oh, shit. Yeah. So uh, needless to say, I did lose the apartment. Um, But not before having quite a wonderful run of uh, I did phone sex out of that apartment for a while. That's right. That's what landlines were good for. I got people heroin that were scared. I I remember one, speaking of holidays, I remember a, a Mother's Day very, very vividly in my mind because my apartment window faced out to Houston and Houston, what everyone who doesn't live here calls Houston Street, Houston Street used to be quite a mess. Let me tell you something, let me tell you something and... On this particular Mother's Day, and I remember it's Mother's Day because of what had happened was, uh, we had a little back area. It wasn't gated or anything from Houston Street. You could just roll right up off of Houston Street. It's not like that anymore. Very nicely gated. Uh, but you could roll right up. And a gentleman had rolled up, and he had uh, decided to just scream as loud as he could, Mama! 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 Whilst yanking his wanking, yeah, yanking his wanking, wanking his yanking. You know, he was jerking off. He was. They had the J O to the uh, J O to the F F going. I mean, like very intensely, mama, mama, mom. And I didn't know if maybe his mom lived in the building or maybe he was just having a, you know, something triggered it. Maybe a Hallmark card that he walked by and was like, mom, you're the best. And he was like, mama, like, you know, she used to make me jerk off on Houston. I don't know. Sometimes we get triggered by stuff. And we don't have a lot of control over ourselves. You know, that's me having compassion for a guy jerking off outside my window. You used to kind of just have to have compassion. In the olden days, you just kind of went, mm, look at that poor guy. Because I couldn't call. Who am I going to call? Ghostbusters? Who am I going to call? 911? What are they going to find? Hey, you know how many fucking martyrs there were today? The guy jerking off, God bless. He's having a good fucking time. Let him enjoy his life. You know, hang up on me. <laughs> you know? So... I had a lot of great times in that, in that apartment, a lot of great times. Uh, I also had a job before I got evicted, uh, before I got on heroin. I know I had a job before Nana, before I, well, was it around the same time, I guess? Well, it was probably around the same time. I can't really keep track because of heroin. Anyway, I got a job. It was very desperate holiday season. And I went to Macy's. Uh, because macy's department store has a place called santa land and for any of you who love and read david sedaris uh amy sedaris is very talented brother who's an author uh you know that all he also worked at santa land now when i when i performed i used to perform this as like a, a piece, you know, like a a five or seven minute performance piece, Um, talking about working at Santa Land and all the characters that were there and stuff, because it was a really strange place to work. And as my mother would say, oh, the birth control was everywhere, you know, children. So um, they took one of the floors of the Macy's department store and they cleared out all the, I think it was the dishware area, and they cleared all the dishes away, and they made it into this winter wonderland. And it was, I mean, if you were a child, you would have no idea. You would think, my God, this is like the best thing I've ever, you know, you go into the department store Santa, going to see Santa. Now, I didn't, you know, I was raised by monsters and they, that my mom was like, "Ugh, fuck, Sa- what? Santa's not, re- honey, Santa, it's a lie. Like, I was like, I'm three. I really want to believe. It's <laughs> just like, it's a lie, honey. It's a corporate fucking lie. What's corporate? You know, so... I already was jaded at you know three years old, and I they hated me at school because I was like not real not real <laughs> fake. You're it's your mom it's your dad it's your fucking it's your drunk uncle who touches you. Uh yeah I was really an outspoken child. So I'm working at Santa Land now, so, but I'm completely against it politically. But I'm really just picking up all the things I can. To maybe perhaps in the in the future write about it because I wasn't writing at the time I was just kind of doing a lot of heroin, <laughs> so I didn't last long at the job. It's true these were things that didn't go together. Here they come again. They're always coming for me during the show, aren't they? There's my ride. Um. So I'm I'm working at Santa Land and there are two lines at the beginning of the Santa Land at Macy's department store where people can line up to go and visit with Santa. Now there was a Puerto Rican girl who worked at the greeting area and she was very uninterested in being at her job. She she just didn't really want to be there. And so And the the spiel that she's giving, you have to really listen because there's things you don't want from this Santa land experience, but maybe you might get pulled into it. So you better be a good fucking kid. So she's at the top and she's like, welcome to Santa land. This line is to visit with Santa. This other line is just to peek at him visiting with others. Are you fucking kidding me? There's a line where you can only just peek at him like. It was. You stand on this star. Here, come over here, young person, human. You're not allowed to say, like, guy, girl. That was already, like, a thing. Like, don't say guy if it's a girl. Oh, shut up. So, uh, come over here, human person who wants to see a fake thing. Uh, Stand on this star. You could, in this line, you could see him in this line visiting with others. It was... I didn't think it was fair anyway the best birth control I think I've ever had children throwing up in line children being beaten in front of us I know I shouldn't laugh and smile but they deserved it I myself haven't ever uh, had a child I've you know I terminate them in the womb let's not be weird and um, but Santaland taught me that I am not that good of an actor i can act the shit out of some stuff but boy you put me in a situation like that where there's hundreds and hundreds of kids just lined up and they're really high on sugar and they're not they're not listening to the parent people i don't even like the parents what do i like there i don't like anything you know what i liked my outfit my elf outfit but you know who I didn't like? The lady who made the elf outfits. You know why? She yelled at us a lot. She she threatened us a lot. She told us to keep it clean, elves. I don't wanna to have to scrub any more blood out of the crotches of your pants. Like, <laughs> who knew elves bled? Anyway, yeah, so if you've been with me a while here on the show and you've been watching for a while, you know, I do kind of tell some stories here and there. Uh, at the same seasons, I may retell a story, perhaps. And uh, if you don't find it entertaining, suck it. Move your move your channel, move your station. Don't suck it. I still love you. And I will, uh, I want to leave you with this. Since I've talked so much about my mom uh, during this fantastic holiday season, and I'll have more next week, please. Join me again next week when I give you more. Can you imagine more holiday season fodder? Uh, the first year that my uh, maybe daddy met his wife, she gave me uh, a couple of Christmas gifts that were so amazing and I was so, uh, I, I was just out of my mind with gratitude. One of them was a Barbie bubble bath and when I tell you it was shaped like a Barbie and her big, her her dress was really big so that was the bubble bath was in it. And and her head was the screw, the top, you know, you screwed off her head for the top. Oh, my God. The Barbie bubble bath. My favorite. Okay. I took it back to home, to Topanga, with L, Mama L, and she swiftly grabbed it out of my hands and said, Oh, God, no. Jessie, do you know what this will do to your cunt? Oh, God. What? You're cunt, honey. You're your child cunt. It's all these chemicals. It's, it's filled with chemicals. And you're going to pour it in the bath, and then you're going to get in, and you're going to soak your cunt in that chemicals? I don't think so, sweetheart. We're throwing this away. And plus, Barbie, mm, I've always already told you, Barbie is an unrealistic standard for women. <laughs> but, it, I, ha, <laughs> but I... But I all right, whatever. it's not that big of a fucking deal, right? Just not. It just, uh, I'm still, am I still carrying it around? Oh my God. It's like that Buddhist, uh, story where the, the monk is, is with the, the disciple and they're walking, um, and they're walking for a while and, uh, and they come across and they're quiet, you know, they got the monk thing going. And uh, they come across a woman getting out of a, a stagecoach, and the, one of the monks goes over to her and carries her over the puddle that's in front of the stagecoach and then puts her down, doesn't say anything. Then they walk on. The disciple walks on with the monk. And two weeks later, the disciple turns to the monk and he says, Hey, uh, I can't believe that you, or he doesn't say, Hey, but he's like, <laughs> Hey, fucking monk. Uh, he said, Mr. Monk, you pick, you picked up that woman, you touched that woman, it's not, you can't do that, it's not part of the monk situation, we're like, we're not supposed to touch women or, or talk to women, and you did that, and the monk looked at him and he goes, are you still carrying her, because I put her down two weeks ago. Oh, snappers. That's a big one. Big one. Oh, thanks, Jess. Oh, my Tokaya. Thanks, May. Ah, CC, Look at all my girls. All my girls are here. Well, uh, this is the end of this, though, for now. This is the end for now. For now. Join me next week when I... Yes, <laughs> Jess Wood, a.k.a. Periwinkle. Is that Periwinkle? Uh, when I tell you about the amazing acid and hitchhiking Christmas story, uh, also about the, the, the Buddhist way of dealing with beeping and buzzing, goddamn beeping and buzzing, you know, why not, why not talk about that kind of shit? This is, get wood, we talk about drugs, sex, spirituality, gang members, I like to cover the gamut, graffiti, photography low riders, beauty, small businesses. Anyway, I'm gonna list a few of the gals that were on here as businesses. Please go and follow them on Instagram. Go and order their stuff if you are a local person, shop with them. If not, follow them on Instagram and shop with them online. I mean, what the fuck? Nobody's doing anything anyways. And be careful out there for Christ's sakes. Everybody's getting really sick. I was really sick and I still have this cough. It's kind of like in my titties. It's a very intense cough. So please be careful out there. Uh, I, I feel like I'm like a uh, Hill Street Blues and be careful out there. And if you got that, Go get your butt checked because you might be old. I love you so much and I can't wait to talk to you next week again. And please send me any uh, news stories that you'd like me to talk about or um, any kind of, uh, any stories that you'd like me to chat about. I would love to. And if you have any uh, time today, tomorrow and the next day, Please go to my Spotify or my Apple and put five stars. And also, please just share the show with your friends and tag at Getwood. Tag at Getwood and share it with your pals because that helps me the most. And I know you want to help me, you gorgeous lovers. So please do the right thing like Spike Lee and uh, hook me up, okay? I love you so much. And please take it easy. It's a very... It's the most traumatic time of the year. So tick talk. I love you. Get in touch if you need to. I'm always answering all my shit. I'm not like one of those types. You know what I mean? You know. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye.